if you didn't know, um, Amanda, she's had a bunch of experience, similar to many. Um, she's traveled around the world. She's a, a medical professional. She's a physician's assistant. And uh, she's lived enough life and learned quite a bit along the way. She's got a lot of experience in the marketplace. And she can have quite a bit to say about the practical, professional side of life. So yeah, maybe one more round or one hand. our lens to like the way we just like see everything okay um so we're talking about communication and feedback i love communication and feedback um i have been terrible at it before like pretty bad (laughs) um so i've learned a lot over probably the last 10 years um but growing up there were some pretty ethically bad experiences um so why is communication important anybody talk information yeah yeah. That's how trust is built. Yeah. For sure. Um, what else? This, this world was actually founded on communication. It's part of God's nature. For sure. Uh, spit my gum out. <laughs> Sorry. Um, so what happens when there's good communication? Yeah. What happens when there's bad communication? Destroyed. <laughs> what? Chaos. chaos. Good communication, life. Bad communication, Death. chaos. Death. Cool. Um, so when you hear, like, what what comes to mind when you hear the word feedback? Like, what do you like? What words? Simon Cowell. Do what? What? Oreos. Oreos? 
Well, do what? McConnell says constructive. What else? Negative. Interrogation. So when I first heard the word feedback when I like did World Race, I literally thought of like the stereos with the microphone sitting as you Anyway, so it's a very foreign concept to me until then. Um so um all right. <laughs> Uh, all right, uh, I have a random, well, y'all bear with me, I have many thoughts on this. Okay, um, so, uh, yeah, so, uh, okay, um, so if I, uh, no, I'm not going to say that, I'm going to lie to um, <laughs> um, so, uh, I want you to, you can close your eyes if you want to. But just imagine a world, uh, just imagine a world where everybody communicates well together. So like, what would your relationships look like? What would, um, how would you feel in your relationships? Uh, what, like, like, would it be better? Would it be worse? Um, like, what emotions would you feel if there was like healthy communication between everyone? Less anxiety, for sure. Um, I would feel, I think I would have a lot more laughter in my relationships, mm-hmm. a lot more trust, mm-hmm. a lot more freedom to be myself. I think I would feel a lot more understood. Um, so, um, will someone look up uh, uh, Genesis 11? Genesis 11, 1 through 9. Now the whole world had one language and a common speech. As people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shamir and settled there. They said to each other, come, let's make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They used brick instead of stone and tar for mortar. Then they said, come, let us build ourselves a city with a tower that reaches to the heavens so that we may make a name for ourselves. Otherwise, we will be scattered over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city and the tower and the the, the people were building. The Lord said, if as one people speaking the same language they have begun to do this, then nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. Come, let us go down and confuse their language so they will not understand each other. Mm -hmm. So the Lord scattered them from there all over the earth, and they stopped building the city. That is why it is called Babel, because there the Lord confused their language of the whole world. From there the Lord scattered them over the face of the whole earth. Okay, so... uh they communicated well together, and they were unified in their purpose. And the Lord said, there is nothing they plan to do will be impossible for them. So, like, communication is clutch uh, for, like, accomplishing anything. Okay? Um, so, uh, all right. So, first point. I have three points. And then what's found upon the three and go from there, okay? So first point is words matter. Second point is uh, other person-centered 
communication. Third point is um, uh, is uh, embrace pruning the gardening. Okay, words matter. Uh, will somebody look up Proverbs 18-21? So words have meaning, power, weight. Uh, words have changed the course of history, and uh, words spoke the world into being. Who's got Proverbs 18-21? I got it. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat its fruit. So words matter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> okay. All right, and then will someone do proverb? Uh, will someone do Luke uh, six forty-five? And someone grab. Uh, Matthew 12, uh, um, 33 through 37, but I'm really just looking for one portion of it. Anybody got Luke? Go for it. Uh, the good man out of the treasure, out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth what is good. And the evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth what is evil. For his mouth speaks for what, uh, for that which fills his heart. Yeah. Uh, Matthew 12, 33 through 37. Okay. A tree is identified by its fruit. If a tree is good, its tree will be good. If a tree is bad, its fruit will be bad. Your blood, you brood of snakes, how could evil men like you speak what is good and right? For whatever is in your heart determines what you say. A good person produces good things from a treasury of the heart. And an evil person produces evil things from the treasury of an evil heart. And I tell you this, you must give an account on judgment day for every idle word you speak. The words you say will either acquit you or condemn you. So, uh, the two, basically the two references combined is out of overflow of the mouth. The heart speaks. So, um, out of overflow of the mouth, the heart speaks. So, what we what is in our heart, we usually end up talking about. Uh, so, uh, so, so what's in our heart, we end up talking about, and then what we talk about has the power of life and death. Um, so, like, what, like, think about what you're thinking about. Like, are you thinking about the things of God? Uh, are you thinking about his promises? Are you thinking about who he created you to be? Are you walking in that? Um, because ultimately, that's actually what you're going to end up talking about, and then that's actually what's going to be the fruit in your life. Mm -hmm. Cool? Cool. Um, okay. And then other person-centered communication. Uh, so a... 
a person's perception is their reality. Um, so growing up, I, um, I, my parents and I would like get in a lot of uh, tips and stuff, and my granddad would always be like, baby girl, if you would just like listen, just stop talking. Um, because, uh, cause I was, I was pretty defiant, um, and my parents felt disrespected. So because they felt disrespected, our interactions went really crappy. Um, so my group number one, will you, uh, read, will you read for me? Yes. <clears throat> the two most important qualities any communicator needs are confidence and humility. Did everybody hear that? Cool. Seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Ooh. Yeah, Can you say that again, please? That again, please. <laughs> <laughs> Seek to understand before seeking to be understood. Just because you say something, it does not mean they heard it, believe it, or will do it. And I really like that one. Just because you say something does not believe they heard it, believe it, or will do it. Uh, you know, so, you know, the goal in communicating is, like, to come to a common agreement. And if you're not coming to a common agreement, like, there's misunderstanding. Like, it's just not going to work, you know. Um, so that's why being other person-centered is very important when you communicate with people. Like, what is, what is my presentation giving to this person? Uh, do they think I care about them? Do they, you know, are they on edge around me? Um, that kind of stuff. What's this one? When communicating, we must never be me-centered. We have to be you-centered. Yeah. Um, so, uh, with that, uh, so, what do I want people to know? Or want that person to know what do I want them to do oh what do I want them to feel yeah feel what do I want them to feel and three what do I want them to do So uh, emotions lead people to action. And um, uh, can't, you can't change what you can't define. Which is why feedback is amazing, because if we don't know we're doing something wrong, or even good, we don't know to like do it or stop doing it because like we like aren't even aware of it, you know. Um, okay. Uh, um, okay. So, what other forms of communication do we have when we interact with the world around us besides words? Body language. Mm-hmm. Nonverbal. <laughs> All encompassing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. So body language, facial uh, facial expression, your appearance. You know, do you look slouchy? Are you, you know, you looking like you're showing up to like a sports event? Or are you looking like you're showing up to be all professional and business and stuff like that? Um, actions, sure. Actions. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's a study done on um, like what was more important words versus you know nonverbal body language but so I'm, I'm not sure that how sold I am on that because I've read some studies that are discrepancy about that uh, because you know we can remember like Martin Luther King's speech or Abraham Lincoln's speech and we really only have those words you know and even like the Bible like we only have the words we don't necessarily so like words are huge the other stuff is important but how much important I'm not really sure um, it's just food for thought um uh, oftentimes, with uh, other person-centered communication, when I'm communicating with someone, uh, ask, ask uh, clarifying questions. So I'll be, I'll be like, so what is your perception of what I just said? Um, you know, I really want to make sure we're on the same page. Like, you know, what do you, where, what do you think I just said? Um, uh, like, what are you thinking? That kind of thing. Um, and then sometimes, like, clarifying with people multiple times is okay. Like, it, like, I've had a clarifying conversation with someone, like, three times. Just to be like, okay, like, we said this, and then this happened, and then, like, okay, we need to talk about this again. You know, like, just to make sure we're on the same page. So it's okay to, like, re-clarify, um, you know, just to, just to communicate. Um, and then... Um, and also, like, how many of you, um, have avoided people, uh, or, okay, sorry, <laughs> um, how many of you have, um, like, ever blown up on someone? Like, lost it. Yeah. Yeah. How many of you have ever, like, been the person that someone blew up on you? Yeah. How many of you have ever avoided someone like the plague because you feel unsafe, uncomfortable around them? And they had the plague. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so that's why uh, feedback, this is the feedback portion, is huge. Um, so the goal is like safety in our relationships. Uh, you know, we're the, the children of God. You know, we're the sons and daughters of God. Uh, with the church, like we should feel safe with each other. Um, I should want your best interest. You should want my best interest. And um, so, so the goal of feedback is literally um, the goal is to always get better, not bitter. And the goal is to go from glory to glory. So, um, like when I, I when I want to give someone feedback, I have to like really seek the Lord, especially when it's constructive. You know, like throw praise all day, like like grow praise, you know, um, pour, pour fuel on that fire. Um, but, but when it's constructive, I have to really like seek the Lord and make sure like, do I genuinely want this person's best, uh, you know? Um, and God knows better about what anyone needs to hear than I do. Like, I don't know what someone else needs to hear. I, I just don't, you know, and um, I've had people, I've had the Lord tell me not to tell someone 
something and I was like oh my gosh like they need to know it's so obvious you know and like the Lord's like they're not ready like like do not and I'm like you know um but then but then later like the Lord gave me the opportunity to tell that person um so you know the goal and feedback is always to do more good uh never harm like the goal is always uh reconciliation restoration healing um fruit that's the goal um so uh um okay so i'm assuming we all want to get better does everybody want to like stay the same just want to like just like press pause and just like be this way for the next like 40 years I know, right? I mean, who wants? I mean, you want to make it to the 60, 80, 90? Anybody? Okay, so we always want to get better, not bitter. Um, so then, uh, so embrace the gardening, so and the pruning, so always growth. Mindset. Um, and so pruning. Um, so imagine like a rose bush. A rose bush. Yeah. Any kind of like shrubbery. And there's there's fruit on it or flowers or whatever. Yeah. And so um, it like part of it is uh, um, so part of it's like just awesome, like beautiful, gorgeous, awesome. And then the other side is like dying. Like there's bugs on it. It's like festering. And actually like if the gardener doesn't come and like cut those portions off, it's going to like ruin the whole thing. Like it's like, like in so many years or so many months, it's going to be dead. It's going to be gone. So there are things in, in my life, there's things in y'all's life that like will ruin our career, our finances, our marriage, our health. Um, and they need to be pruned off and that's okay. Um, because it's ultimately hurting us. And, um, you know, if I have mud on my face, I, I, you know, I, I, I want it, I want it wiped off, you know, and basically like the pruning in our lives is that. And, um, so, uh, um, so, uh, Charity, <laughs> um, Charity was there. I actually gave, uh, Andrew some, fe- some constructive feedback last night. Um, how do you, what was your, uh, like, I already asked Andrew if I could. <laughs> um, so, um, uh, did Andrew feel attacked? Do you, yeah. Do you think he felt safe? Yeah. Uh, do you think that he thought I had his best interest in mind? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so say I want to give Charity some constructive feedback. And I'm not really sure, like, what to do. And I'm just, like, really wrestling with, like, like, I just don't know how to, like, tell her this. This bothers me, yada, yada, yada. And so I go to Rochelle. And I'm like, I'm like, Rochelle, like, I'm not really sure how to handle this. So when I go to Rochelle, I only say about Charity, like, if Charity were in the room and hearing me say that, I only say that to Rochelle. Or, like, do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like I'm not, I'm not throwing charity under the bus. I'm like, I'm honoring charity in front of Rochelle, and that way, like, I'm creating safety and trust with everyone. 
I'm not undermining anybody. I'm respecting and honoring everyone. Um, um, you know, because sometimes it's, it's, you know, you're like, oh, I don't want to gossip, but I'm, like, trying to figure this out. You know, like, that's how you, like, navigate that. Is like, if this person were sitting in the room with me and they, heard me, they overheard this conversation, they would feel comfortable. Um, that's, how, that's how that works. Um, in a healthy way. Uh, um, so with receiving feedback, a lot of times we, uh, uh, so receiving, with receiving feedback, we have to separate the do from the who? What? So, <laughs> we have to separate the do from the who. So, so, um, so, um, so, so, uh, so, who, who is the who? The who, I have, I have Okay. So the who is, we are sons and daughters of God. That's who we are. Point blank period. Like, no question, no nothing. Like, that's who we are. And we're learning how to walk in that identity. Uh, there's things that have in our past, in our childhood, things we watch on the media, like we, like we live in a broken world, you know. So it's hard to like, like we're in this world, but not of it. So we're figuring out how to like be kingdom people and not be of this world. Mm -hmm. So when we receive feedback, like, like I am a daughter of the Almighty King. So it is not an attack on who I am, like, but it is attack on what I am doing because what I'm doing is not yielding fruit. Um, so, you know, so I, I've had people that like, I genuinely super cared about and I knew they loved me. Like I knew they loved me. And it hurt. Like the constructive feedback they gave me, I was like, am I really that messed up? Like, am I really like walking in that much dysfunction and hurting all the that many people around me? You know, and it hurt. But I knew they loved me. Like I knew it. And um, I was like, oh my gosh. Like I have to stop. Like, and I don't know how to stop. And like, Lord help me. You know what I mean? So, so then I had to like go through that process and that journey of pruning and letting go. Uh, but it's not attack on my identity. Um, I have had a feedback session um, where I um, received and was not sure if that person uh, really had my best interest in heart and like got ripped a new one. Like, like you're this, you're that, you're that, you're this. Um, just, um, you know, and, and it, th this was not like, you know, like strangers are one thing, but like someone you've known for like 10 years, it's like a whole different ballgame. And it's like, so you're like, I actually care. And this actually really hurts. And, um, but I knew, like, I knew who I was. I knew my heart. I knew what the Lord said about me. So it wasn't, you know, it, it didn't like demolish me, you know, like I was so, I was so confident in my identity. Um, so, so receiving feedback, it's a, it's an attack on, it's a pruning on 
the actions that are not leading to godliness and the actions that are uh, going to be destructive in our lives for later. Okay, and then giving feedback. Pray. Mm-hmm. And then uh, wise counsel. Because um, the Lord knows, you know, better what someone needs to hear and can hear than anyone else. Um, you can also do you can do a compliment sandwich. <laughs> That's the practical way of giving it. <laughs> I don't think I. Um, uh, so, um, what? I said only if it's genuine, though. Yeah. If it's not genuine, forget the compliment. Right. Yeah. Just make it worse. Uh, yeah. 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 Be, I mean, be honest. Like, people can smell rat. Like, don't, like, be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Be real. Be real. You know, um, you know, I think you're a great and patient person. Um, I, I value um, how you uh, make time to spend time with others, um, but I feel devalued when you talk over me when we're in the kitchen in the mornings, and um, it really makes me feel devalued and hurts my feelings. And I, um, you know, you know, I love it how you make it, an, you know, a point to really spend time with others. Um, but I really, I, I really want to like not feel like. You know, you don't care what I say. And so, um, like, I don't know how we can move forward. You know, and then you, you get the dialogue going. Um, when you uh, give feedback, uh, it's important to... Hold on, I'm going to pause. We're going to talk about... Well, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> when you give feedback, it's important to figure out the timing and where. Um, so... Uh, so, you know, just like, just be wise. Like what, like this timing, that's just, you know, obvious. They just got off work. They're super flustered. Probably not a good time. Uh, also they should feel safe. Um, it should not be necessarily like on your territory. It should be somewhere where they can like let their guard down and feel safe. Uh, that's the where. And then the, the how is the compliment sandwich. Um, and then also this is what I, like, intentions, like, being very clear on your intentions. Like, um, like, I, like, my dad, he's not, like, a compliment sandwich person. Like, it's just, like, <laughs> just would not be normal, <laughs> like, if I, like, tried to do that with him, you know? And so, you know, with him, I'm, like, I'm, like, I'm not saying this to hurt you. Like, I see that this is hindering your life, and I'm saying this because I care about you. Like, and being very clear on your intentions for the other person. Um, and some, you know, it's, and, you know, I think a lot of times we automatically think that someone knows how we feel about them. Um, but, but like people forget, you know, and, and words are powerful and words dispel lies, you know, cause sometimes we just get in our own head and like, aren't believing, uh, the best of each other. And, um, so intentions. Intentions explained. Um, also, with like living in community, 
iron sharpening iron, um, glory to glory. Um, so uh, on orders, one of my uh, teams had a uh, core value that we tried to like implement, especially when it came to feedback, because we get feedback like every day. Um, and um, it was, we always chose to believe the best of the other person instead of the worst. We, choose, we chose trust over suspicion. Um, and so like, well, I don't know why this person's late. You know, they're just like, instead of choosing to be like, oh, they're just disregarding, uh, you know, the plans we made and they're just being disrespectful, you know, be like, no, maybe they were late because, you know, they're praying for someone on the road. <laughs> um, so choosing trust over suspicion um, in, in the context of like giving someone constructive feedback and asking those clarifying questions. So, um, Um, okay, so um, with talking about people blowing up, and um, I think that's why it's important just to make it a constant dialogue, open communication with everyone, um, like addressing things as they come up so they don't ever build. Remember, don't let the sun go down on your anger, um, just a constant uh, dialogue. Um, so what happens if you're in a workplace and uh, your superior is um, uh, you feel very belittled uh, and talked down to and unsafe with this person and um, how are you going to give a person but they're definitely above you how are you going to give that person feedback yeah Savannah. You would, like, you could talk in that moment, or you could um, stay calm, cool, collected, think about it, write down a list of the things that bothered you, and then go to your boss and say, hey, can we talk for a minute? We, I noticed some things that bothered me about the interaction we had earlier today. Mm -hmm. And then have that list, which is objective, and not biased to one party. Mm -hmm. I would probably also maybe get like a mediator or someone to go with you mm -hmm. just so that way there's not just an angry confrontation. Yeah. So someone could just keep it level. Yeah. I would keep that mediator to HR, call mm -hmm. HR especially if depending on the situation, mm -hmm. if depending on the business too, they should have some sort of number that you can call in case you feel uncomfortable around the boss of any kind. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Cool. Do you have anything then? No? Hold on, pray. Pray. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so I actually had a, a physician I was working with that uh, became pretty like verbally abusive and pretty... Um, Pretty antagonistic, pretty antagonistic, and um, I uh, like almost wanted to quit my job of like five years. Like I was like, like I was just like, I'm like, like I didn't want to go to work. It was bad, and um, but I didn't see. So the goal of confrontation, the goal of feedback, is to always land in a better spot than you started. Like it's to never do more harm than good. Right. So like you want to get, you always want to get badter. Um, so I was like, I don't see a conversation with him going in a good spot 
um, because of where he's at. Like he, I, I just, the way he's talking to me and treating me, I, I don't see it going well. And so um, I really wrestled and so, and like really prayed. And so I actually ended up going to his superior uh, very humbly. And, um, you know, and then he ended up talking to him. Then we had like a, a small conversation and ended up working out. So uh, sometimes if, if the person is not, if you don't think it'll go well with the person, um, humility's huge. Humility's huge. Uh, but it can be okay uh, if you go to their boss. You know, if he, if he was in a good spot and I felt like I could go to him and it, and it go well, I would have done that. But it, 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 was, it, was, it was to a pretty rough point. Um, just some food for thought. Um, when we push back from feedback, we move away from the better version of ourselves. So, um, any questions, thoughts, comments? Can you clarify something? Yeah. Um, in the number two, you said uh, about the, what do I want people to know, feel, or do? Mm-hmm. Um, is that with you or like towards you? Like how do you want people to know, feel, or do things for you? Or how do you want, like how, is it like an action-based thing or is it just an overall principle? Um, it, de- it depends on like the context. Yeah. So like, say it's a roommate. And, um, I want my roommate to know that I like I care about them, and I want to have a great, awesome, like, loving, joyful experience in our room together. Like, I want them to know that. Okay, um, I want them to feel that I, I genuinely care about them. Um, but I also, you know, I feel very grieved, like painfully grieved, but it is so messy, you know. And I like I can't like make someone feel bad for, or like uncomfortable you know but I want I don't want them to understand that like this is really painful for me you know that that it's so messy like even on my side of the room you know like I want them to kind of like feel bad for that you know or, and then I want them to like clean up that part of the room <laughs> you know like um so well like, like I don't have a problem with, with like having healthy confrontation, yeah. but more just so are each of the points um, singularly applied to different parts of your life? Like, how would you apply, um, how do I want, like, uh, what do I want people to do? Like, how would you, like for the last one, how would you apply doing something? Like, so, like what do I want them to do is that that's the last one right yeah but i wouldn't i don't think they're they're singular i think they're together so like for my patients i want my patients to know um that i care about them and they're cholesterol fine and i want them to feel bad that like i want them to realize that like their health is at danger and feel grieved about that and then i want them to take their medicine it's not it's not singular the, the to do is communicating helping them so like you want them to feel like they can trust you. You want to help them figure out how they can fix something and what you're trying to help them 
do to fix something either in your relationship with them or okay it's like it goes back to being clear about your intention your intention your heart towards them yeah to be one well for them okay. right? yeah. wanting life for them yeah so, I just wasn't understanding anything about the third right. question. <laughs> yeah. so, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I hear that. I hear that. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I was going to ask you about approachability because mm -hmm. we've been talking a lot about uh, getting feedback <coughs> and I think um, just like your your own individual ability to hear what you were saying, mm -hmm. uh, with your arguments with your parents and stuff. Mm -hmm. um, I might pass and told some, something like that I'm not able to be approached. And so people do, aren't willing to engage mm -hmm. me in feedback because they don't think that I will. It's like my knives come out. <laughs> yeah. And um, I don't know, could you talk more about approachability? Yeah. And being able to be listened or fed <coughs> back to? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, um, I actually struggle with that for sure. I, that's sure. not something I'm the greatest at. Um, I've had to get better at being gentle. Um, right. It's just easy for me to. Right. Um, so uh, it's definitely like the Lord is very gentle with us. Like, like he's super strong, but he's still like very gentle with us. Um, and so just being like um, having like that gentleness spirit and humbleness heart and um, that's why other person-centered communication is huge. It's like, like, we go to God to get our identity and who we are and, you know, like, filled up. So that way, when we go into relationships, we're not seeking to extract things all the time. Um, and, and we can see the other person and what they need. You know, so like, Lord, what does this person need? How do I need to interact with them? What does my body language need to be? What do I need to communicate to them to make them feel comfortable? Um, so being more others focused than self focused and if they give you feedback it's, it's not an attack on your, you right. it's not an attack on your identity it's an attack on like parts of your life that are no, not that's, <coughs> yeah no. what? Um, yeah. I was just thinking uh, self communication <coughs> how you speak and communicate your own Mm -hmm. mind and mm -hmm. the way that you talk about yourself mm -hmm. like you were talking about think about what you're thinking about like in those moments where you're feeding your own self mm -hmm. feedback like is what you're telling yourself the truth mm -hmm. or is it something that you're believing that's not true mm -hmm. is it good is it is it idle thought mm -hmm. or is it something that is edifying the Lord and like <coughs> the world around me mm -hmm. I mean I just I mean, do you think that that's significant, self-communication? Self oh, absolutely. Yeah. So do you talk to yourself like you're a son of God? Right. You know, do you speak, do you speak help? Do you speak peace? Do you speak um, uh, life into right. your life? Right. Are you speaking condemnation? Mm -hmm. are, you, are you speaking confidence? Are you speaking courage? Are you speaking boldness? Right. Patience, kindness, gentleness? Are you speaking impatience, frustration? Okay. You know, like, what are you, what are you speaking to you? That's a good yeah. Yeah. Like, are you, you know, like, like, <clears throat> like, you're fine. You know? Like, yeah. like, you know, you're fine. Like, so don't, don't worry that other people are like, con like, you're not condemned. Right. You know, like, so don't, don't live in shame. Don't live in condemnation. Like, right. it's okay. Right. You know, we're just pruning off the things that aren't bearing fruit. Right. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
mm-hmm. you know? Totally. Um, and uh, also two huge questions to ask yourself on a regular basis. Uh, I'm feeling, I'm needing. So like in those moments of someone maybe coming to you and uh, wanting to talk to you about some stuff, I'm feeling anxious. I am needing peace. I'm feeling overwhelmed. I'm needing to not feel overwhelmed. You know, like, because I think a lot of times, like, emotional intelligence is huge for communication, for, like, life. Mm-hmm. And um, I think we can cause a lot of casualties in the people around us without even knowing what's going on inside of us. Mm-hmm. So, like, let's get us clear so we aren't causing casualties everywhere. <laughs> you know, like, I've literally, I've had to, like, get this, like, girl in check. Um, and so, you know, so, so emotional intelligence is huge. Um, uh, you know, um, so like, what are you feeling and why are you feeling that way? Well, okay. What, and then what are you needing? So that's typically to start with, I'm feeling, I'm needing, and then I work, I work on the why later. That's more of a process thing. Um, so. slash observation yeah um so it sounded like there were like kind of two different like veins of feedback one being like bro i love you and like this is hurting you Mm -hmm. so i want to talk about this Mm -hmm. and the other one being bro this is hurting me Mm -hmm. let's Mm -hmm. talk about this Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and the first one i think is always good Mm -hmm. it's always the heart is right Mm -hmm. do you think it's it's profitable to give feedback when it's bro this is hurting me absolutely okay if it's if that's profitable, how do you do that without slipping into like your emotional state being dependent on your environment? Mm. That's a good question. Because mm. um. I think you can easily slip into, I'm not in the right state of mind because of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm. Yeah. So I think, and that's why we have to take every thought captive to Christ mm. and think about what we're thinking about. You know, are you a victim or are you a victor? Um, are you going to be the thermostat? Or are you going to like let the environment determine your envi- your your internal environment? Um, are you going to dwell on whatever is pure, noble, righteous, praiseworthy, excellent? Um, you know, like uh, I mean, I I, I, li- I I literally I live that on world race. Yeah. I have to. It was bad. It was rough. It was you know. But, um, so the like pr- that I think that's a pruning of negativity also. Of like, I, I will not slip into thinking negative about everything in this situation, mm-hmm. or I will not slip into being a victim in this situation. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I will be victorious in this uncomfortable, difficult environment. Mm-hmm. And I think one of the idols of the U.S. is comfort. Yeah. Um, we live really comfortable lives uh, compared to the rest of the world. Um, so, uh, you know, but also like life more abundant and growing, it, it's, it's out of our comfort zone. It's, yeah. it's, 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 you know, like if, if you want to grow muscle, it, you have to get uncomfortable. Um, you know, if you want to learn a new skill, if you want to like get more knowledge, it gets uncomfortable. So, um, but I think you do, you have to realize, um, realize like what you're going to allow and not allow in your mind. Yeah. And I think it's important to understand like, like where you thrive and where you like cringe <laughs> and don't thrive. And then also like figure out time limits or like, okay, this is a season of my life. 
I'm going to press through and I'm going to become a diamond after this season, you know, but like this is, this is a season and I have till then, you know, because I don't think it's healthy to like continue walking and living in dysfunction for sure. But, but like, Lord, I want to get all I can get out of this season. Um, I'm not going to run away from it. I feel like you have me here for a reason, but like, I'm not going to like stay stagnant in dysfunction. I want to address it and try to change it if I can. But if I can only do so much, um, you know, I'm going to, I'm not going to be a victim in it. So Does what's then the point of like having that point be down the road and not now if it's just total dysfunction? You see what I'm saying? Like if you're saying, hey, I'm in a bad place and I need to like be able to grow and get out of this, why is that point down the road and not now? Um, okay, so when I was in PA school, mm-hmm. it was one of the hardest things I've ever done. Uh, but if I quit, I wouldn't become a PA. I mean, I probably had general anxiety disorder the whole time. Um, but if I quit, I would, I would not have, like, accomplished all I accomplished. Mm-hmm. So, like, I, um, and it would not have prepared me for uh, my achievements later if I, like, threw in the towel because it was hard, you know? Um, and then uh, World Race was one of the hardest things I've also ever done as well. But, like, I've got, like, lifelong fruit from it, like, like, I mean, literally, like, even today, I'm like, praise God, that's over. Like, praise God. Um, uh, it's 11, it's 11 countries in 11 months. Third world countries, being a missionary. Living, like, in a third world country. Like, there's monkeys and bugs right here. Like, sweating nonstop. Like, um, but I have, I have lifelong fruit from it, and I'm a totally different person. <laughs> I have lifelong like personal growth from it. I'm a totally different person. God's done more healing than ever, you know. Um, but like, so that had like a time limit, you know. Um, that, that, is that you know? I can add to that, just like from both perspectives. So through the last like several months, I've gone through immense persecution in the workplace as well as in my family, and for my older siblings and from my co-workers and when you walk into a place and you have a spiritual presence like it can be felt like you don't have to say anything because your act like actions speak louder than words going above and beyond or um if they're speak their opinion you can speak yours or if god's speaking to you putting it into conversation so that you're planting seeds they don't people don't like that And it got to the point to where, even with my sisters, I didn't have to say anything, and they would just snap. There'd be, like, nothing would be happening, and they would just spiritually, there were spiritual things going on while I was walking through a season, and I chose to not say anything and be consistent in my faith. And from that, almost every one of the people that persecuted me saw my consistency and I got to evangelize to them in the best way possible. And so like, I could have taken it upon myself to go, you're wrong, like what you're doing is bad, like, you know, they know it's hurting me, like they know it's not fruitful conversation. But when we stay consistent through a hard time, we can reap fruit by people seeing our consistency in our faith. And then they, they come to us and say, They'll either ask a, ask a personal question or they'll sit, they'll ask like, why do you always do that? And then you have the opportunity to say something. And so 
though, just the consistency of, you know, you may be having a great season, but spiritually things are going on with people. I think that was kind of close to what you were asking. Can I throw something else out there too that I think is super important, kind of with what um, Nathaniel was asking? Um, when it comes to involving our feelings with feedback, um, as sons and daughters of God, I think it's super important for us to check our feelings, um, because as human beings, a lot of times we'll get offended, um, and offense comes from a root, and so sometimes if we take whatever we're feeling, go to the Lord, sit with that for a second, maybe it's not actually on that person, it's on us. Maybe there's a root we're getting offended because of something that happened back in our past kind of thing. Um, and so rather than immediately going to that person and saying, hey, I felt this when you did this, taking that to the Lord and be like, okay, why am I feeling this? Like, does, do I really need to give this person feedback to let them know, like, hey, this could make you a better person if this kind of thing. Um, so I think as humans, that's something a lot of times we look past. Feelings can come from both good and bad. So, yeah. so, with, yeah. so with giving feedback, so like, you know, I can't give Matthew feedback. I don't like his purple shirt. Like, that's just like, I mean, I can, but that's, that's not like, that's not like, that's not like technically like, like realistic or like, it's just not like real. Um, so the goal with feedback is to always become more Christ-like. So we all have preferences. Like, we all have preferences, um, but the goal is to be more Christ-like. So that's, like, the quantifiable feedback standard. Um, so, you know, I, I can't, you know, get in a tither. I can, but it's just, it's just, it's not quantifiable. So, yeah. Can you be emotionally frustrated with someone and still be at peace because I think that, like what you were talking about, Nathaniel, it's like your emotion, your emotions are based off of your environment. You don't want to fall into something like that. But can, are you still able to have peace? Mm-hmm. I mean, because peace is not the same thing as an emotion that you feel at a certain time and place or mm-hmm. a certain time. Mm-hmm. Like peace is an eternal thing. Yeah. So, like, can you rest in peace and still feel frustrated with someone? Yeah, for sure. I think so. Yeah. Really quick question. Under the words matter section, and then you have the out of overflow of the mouth and the heart. Um, what two verses was that from? That's going to be Luke. Uh, that's going to be Luke 6, uh, 43 through 45. And then Matthew 12, 33 through 37. Yeah. Okay. Um, other, uh, you, John, you're good. I just, I wanted to add to, I think it was in like the third section, where you, like you were getting practical with like sandwiches and stuff. Oh yeah, positive, negative, positive. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I just, I wanted to add like another like practical like tool, like something to do as well. For me, I, I found a lot of fruit in, um, and this goes off of what you were saying about like feedback should only be edifying. Yeah. It should only be building us up and making us more Christ-like. Yeah. Um, so with that being said, something I found a lot of fruit in is like, you know, don't say what it is and say what it is. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is like, 
Like if I'm living in proximity with somewhere in community and she's just like leaving her crap all over the place and like leaving dirty dishes on the table and just like leaving a trail of chaos in her way, you know. Uh, <laughs> like instead of me like going to her and saying like, even if it's like from a genuine place, like like look, you're being a slob, you know, or you're you're like doing this and this. Like that's still to me like not healthy. Like what I mean by like say what it is, not what it isn't, is like I'm gonna choose to see her through the lens that God sees her as like a finished person, even though I don't see that in the moment. So instead of me saying, You're being this, I'm gonna say, Look, you're like a righteous woman of God with influence, etc., etc. And how does this like instead of me saying like something that could potentially hurt her for the right reason, it's like I'm gonna say like, look, like I know you're better than that, mm -hmm. and like I've seen it before. Does that make sense? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So instead, yeah. Like, like a call like higher. Exactly, call higher. Like, I'm going to choose to see her through a different lens. Yeah. yeah. Even though, like, which is a challenge in itself, you know, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah. Like, say what it is and not what it isn't. Because even if someone, like, may act a certain way, mm -hmm. it's like that, that's not their identity. That's mm -hmm. not who they are. Mm -hmm. And if I, like, affirm that, but say, like, but hey, like, do this instead, like, mm -hmm. I'm affirming with a false identity. Oh yeah, and I think it's okay to be like you are not walking in your identity. Yeah, yeah. you know, like our I like think, I know you are like a yeah a better yeah bigger person than yeah. this. Like, yeah, what can I do to help you? What you know? Yeah. So and I, you is also I say that I say you freely here, but when I try to talk to people, I do try to avoid you. You typically puts people on the defense, mm -hmm. so I say it more like I'm feeling. This is what I am seeing. I have observed uh, you being unfaithful or untrustworthy, or you know, like I say, I I avoid you um, and say I've observed, I feel that kind of language. Did you have some? Also, like just don't be offended. Yeah. I was going to say. It's really, it's the difficulty is hard because there is a gray line of people getting offended. Like yeah. people get offended, and and that's like, okay, like stuff is painful sometimes. But then we live in a in a culture in a world that is mega PC, where like nothing you say mm -hmm. can mm -hmm. can be acceptable, mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. Like we just get offended at everything. Mm -hmm. And so what I was going to say is, like, it takes hella discernment to give somebody feedback, especially if you don't really know them. But if you do know them, in my experience, because I'm a little bit more blunt, like, I think you should say what you need to say. And, like, you, you, you can say it with love, especially if you know them. Like, if it's somebody that you know and you've known for a long time, you probably love them. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Because you're still friends with them. <laughs> but like But like 
it's I think it's okay to be a like a little bit offensive mm -hmm. with somebody that you know mm -hmm. and somebody that you can present it to with kindness. Mm -hmm. yeah. So we'll still know that you love them when you're done. Exactly, because yeah. that's like like you're saying, like that's the goal. The goal yeah. is profitability. Yeah, it's not to tear somebody down. Well, First Corinthians thirteen says God rejoices with the church. Exactly, yeah. hates what is evil. Yes, exactly. Love, love is definitely not putting on rose-colored glasses. It's not saying I'm going to overlook this or like I'm going to put this in the best way possible, like leaving out this little important bit so that your feelings stay intact. Right. It's saying, hey, this is like, no. <laughs> but that's but that's what I'm saying because yeah. because if you're sometimes I feel like we're afraid to confront people because they're going to get offended. Mm -hmm. You're afraid to give feedback because it sucks to get bucked up against. It does, right? But I feel like sometimes we got to take the risk because if our goal is profitability, sorry. Yeah. If our goal is profitability, then we should just freaking do it. And then if, if there's something, if there's tension still there, let's figure it out. Mm -hmm. But to not say something is sometimes more harmful than and just saying it and like saying it the best way you can, even if it's a little emotional, it's okay. Like, like let's figure it out. Sometimes yeah. not saying something is leading to more like death, dysfunction, yeah. like harm. Mm -hmm. So like saying something, is, it's, it's good. It, yep. It's good. Yeah. Uh, Proverbs uh, nineteen eleven. It is to one's glory to overlook an offense. Mm -hmm. So, like, we need to be so steeped in our identity uh, in the Lord that, like, we're just not offendable. Mm -hmm. Like, I know what God says. I'm good. Like, I, I hate it that you feel that way, but I know what the Lord says. I may have messed up. I am sorry. Like, mm -hmm. like you know, I, I'm sorry I did that to you five years ago. Like. Mm -hmm. I, I was in a bad spot then. That's no that's no excuse, you know. But like, um, you know, it, it's it's okay. So um, also, Proverbs twenty seven six, uh, wounds from a friend can be trusted. Um, so I, I mean, I've had my best friend. I've had both my best friends like wound me, um, and it was good because uh, I was wounding myself. <laughs> um, so yeah. Yeah, I just like in all of that, because when you like present all that, it can seem really intense. But at the same time, like, don't overthink it. Yeah. You know? Because, yeah. like, you don't need to overthink it either. And so, like, and be bold in it, because there's also, like, forgiveness and humility and, like, all that. So it's like, you're not going to get it right every time. Mm -hmm. But, like, don't let those things stop you from giving it, because, yeah, yeah just like you were saying, it's like, it can be more harmful, like, don't be afraid just to say say what's on your mind. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously pray about it, but like also mm -hmm. don't think about it so long that you talk yourself out of that, or like talk yourself out of it, or think you're doing it wrong. You're like, mm -hmm. and like use the people around you. There's a lot of people, and like if you're afraid your emotions are wound up in it, or you, it's like this personal thing, then go talk to someone about it. Say, hey, I don't know if I'm seeing this clearly because I feel like my emotions are involved. Mm -hmm. Is this like, do you think this is profitable yeah. to say? Yeah. Is this gonna build our relationship if I say this to this person? Like, obviously, like using the filter you said too. You're not like talking yeah, gossip about gossip. them, but like help them. Let someone else help you filter your emotions too. Don't like, mm -hmm. like pray about it too. But like, don't, don't just get get so stuck in your head that you like 
don't won't say anything yet. Because mm -hmm. it can it seem like super big and like really intense. Mm -hmm. But if you like let it be so intense, you'll just become more frustrated. You know, mm -hmm. like just let it be simple too. Mm -hmm. I think that like anything you say and anything you hear, like out of your flesh, is going to be perceived or heard wrong. Mm -hmm. Like, mm -hmm. which I think that like all of these are good things for like prayer is like if you're not praying and you're speaking out of your flesh and if you're not praying about what someone's like giving to you and hearing out of your flesh you're either going to give off a wrong perception or like receive wrongly mm -hmm. almost always and like that's like when you have to learn how to listen to the spirit because like if you're not listening it doesn't matter if you do all these things like you're not going to say the right things and you're not going to perceive the right things out of someone like you have to be like humble on both sides and be like willing to say like yeah you might be right or maybe this person is going through something and they don't need to hear this or maybe they really need to hear this but like if you're speaking or hearing on the flesh like mm -hmm. it's going to be given or received wrong mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, back to being blunt I really love that because like I have so many brothers who have like turned away from the Lord and like trying to like pierce through to them mm -hmm. because like I want to see them in heaven. Mm -hmm. Like this can cost them eternal life. Like mm -hmm. it's not just you know oh you know one day you know it's like it's eternal life. That's the goal you know is to be Christ like. And there's no wall that God can't break down. I'm trying to like you know pray for them and, and, and push through. So like every time I see them you know I'm trying to be you know. You know, not persuasive towards what they want me to do or, or you know, abusing the alcohol, abusing the weed or abusing the drugs or having jail as their second home, you know, like, this can cost them eternal life. And so, like, I love the being blunt part because it's like, we have to be. We can't just, you know, put on those glasses and be like, oh, it's okay. Like, he'll get it tomorrow or he'll get it the next day. He'll get it the next day. Because eventually God's going to come and that's it. Like, I won't be able to see them again. And that's just... I can't. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine seeing, you know, none of my brothers in heaven with me mm -hmm. and flourishing um, mm -hmm. and sharing, you know, Jesus. Um, so yeah, I love. I love uh, being born. So thank you for that. Mm -hmm. yeah. A couple of thoughts crossed my mind. One, most of the world is tragically deficient in this area communication. Mm -hmm. Can you speak a little louder, please? Yeah. Most of the world is tragically deficient in the areas of communication and confrontation. And, uh, you know, one major reason for that is fear, fear of man, fear of the outcome, fear of the unknown. But it's, it's fear, and, and fear gives way to imagination, and often we construct all kinds of things as if they're actually thinking those things. And, and by the way, most of the time, they're not thinking at all what you think they're thinking. But the enemy works on us, and, and fear gives entrance for that. Um, I heard someone say recently that fear and worry is, literally fear and worry is warfare against the mind of Christ. Uh, the mind of Christ is not with fear, worry, or anxiety. And uh, to give way to fear and worry or anxiety is, is to participate in the warfare against the mind of Christ. <clears throat> and so I, I just want to say that... Um, I agree with, with like Austin and, and what you were just saying a minute ago, that, uh, you know, 
if you say you love me, take the risk and, and speak up. You know what I mean? Uh, or if I say I love you, then it's not always cotton candy and fluff, right? It's, sometimes it's, it's got some meat on it. Um, but if I love you, I'm, I'm going to speak up. Because um, it's productive. And the lens of life is a criteria or a filter I use on much of everything. Um, I've, I've lived with a principle called bless and curse not. <laughs> Scriptural. Bless and curse not. And, and I don't have to curse. I never have to come with accusation and say, you, you, you. I always get to come with blessing. Mm -hmm. and, and here's a way to go to another level of a more prospering blessing mm -hmm. context for our relationship. You know? mm -hmm. um, and by the way, uh, how many of you have ever tried confronting or giving feedback and, and have had it blow up in your face and like not really become, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, have you ever seen the movie Hitch? Yeah. Do you remember when like they go to Ellis Island and he like, you know, set this whole thing up, the guy went out of his way and, and, and she looks and she sees him, there's her family member and she freaks out and he says, that's not how I saw this going. I, I have had in my mind the way it was going to work and when it happened, it didn't turn out the way I thought it would. And uh, and no and and saying it in the most the most receptible way possible, um, I, I have I've seen it not work out in that context the way I imagined it. But choosing and determining not to get worked up and respond in kind, right? So if the the response is rejection and now I'm come after you. <clears throat> stay calm, you know, stay at peace. The Bible says a soft answer turns away wrath. It's mm -hmm. true, it's true. Mm -hmm. It's also true that sometimes the more peaceful you are, the more worked up they want to get, because they, they, anyways. Here's the deal. <laughs> Do not get hijacked off your peace. Stand on your feet in peace, and don't give way to fear or anxiety and participate in the warfare against the mind of God. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, Speak the truth in love, and, and, and just give it time. Give it time. Um, by the way, I would I would probably uh, I'd probably give yourself enough time before you make the step to confront to really filter through the the place of peace. You know, uh, you know through the lens of life and the place of peace, you're going to have the most productive interaction. But do not use that as an excuse for delaying to confront. Right. How many times I hear people say, I just don't have peace. No, you're full of fear, my friend. <laughs> you're full of excuse for uh, it's a right matter, it needs correction or it needs attention, but you just won't do it. You know, I don't have peace. Well, yeah. Come with me. I want to help you. But so I just want you to understand that this is an area that most of the world wrestles with significantly in most every context. By the way, in every workplace, there's a whole lot more of this going on than you even hear or know. There's so much in the background going on. And oftentimes, people don't even want reconciliation to the question. They don't even really want a resolve to the confrontational issue in their life. They really want to do that. You can't win on that. This can't win on that. Speak the truth in love and, and trust the Lord. You know? There's some folks that. I want to add a couple things before. Uh, I've been thinking about it the whole time. Um, two things. 
First thing, we're here to bring order out of chaos, right? So when you have, when you receive something in your spirit or your mind, like, ooh, I need to give that person feedback, it could feel chaotic. So take it in and bring order out of it before you put it back out. Same thing where someone gives you feedback. It creates chaos in you. Take it in and bring order out of it before you do anything else with it. Second thing, <clears throat> my prayer is that this, I love this, I pray that it develops a culture of feedback in this community. So I want to challenge everyone to rather than focusing on feedback for others, focus on asking for it. For because that, just like the quote said that I read, uh, humility and confidence are key in communication. And when you ask for feedback, that represents humility and confidence. Because you're saying, I'm not afraid to receive crossfire. about anything like don't be anxious about confronting or um, the thing you're going to be confronting this person about have peace through that time talk to me about it like don't be anxious bring your anxieties to me and then my peace will be in your life it's like yeah yeah Cool. Yeah. So with receiving feedback, um, do like our posh like like do I want to be do I actually want to be great or do I just want to be seen as great? Mm-hmm. You know. So like like I, I personally want to be great, and I, I know to be great, I gotta like I, I I will have to change. Like I will have to be like constantly evolving and getting better. Um, but it, you know, it kind of hurts my pride to not be seen as great. Um, but that'll be okay, because the goal is the next glory, you know? Um, also another, uh, when we were talking about, uh, uh, having a feedback session with someone, like, trying to get you off your piece, um, just like a preparation sometimes, I, like, best case scenario it before I, uh, talk to the person, and then I'll, like, mediocre scenario it, and then I'll worst case scenario it, 
and I try to prepare myself for each outcome, you know. And I mean, and I have had the worst case scenario land, and it's like, <gasps> and so like when I'm in the middle of it and getting like wrote up and down, I'm like, it's actually happening, you know. And so um, like that's a practical way you can prepare yourself um, with going into a, a, feed, a, a giving uh, feedback session. Um, also, another practical thing for like community life, um, sometimes we don't have a good day and uh, somebody may give us feedback on a bad day and we lose it. Um, uh, you know, say we don't receive it well or something. Um, just a for instance, um, hopefully we're always, yay! <laughs> um, but, um, so, uh, you know, say it doesn't go well. Um, we want to tell, if we tell others about that situation, we don't want it to hurt the people who, we don't, the people we tell, we don't want it to affect the way they treat that person or see that person. Um, so, um, you know, I think it's okay to just, just use discretion with how much you tell them. Because if it's gonna change the way they see that person or the way they treat that person, um, you know, that's, that's not, that's not great. Um, that person may come back and apologize. That person may never apologize. But that other, the way that other person sees it, uh, it's just not good. So we just, we want, um, you know, we, we don't want to hinder other people. So. I have one more question. Yeah. In the past, like from your experience, have you like scheduled like feedback meetings? Or have they just like happened from like you're saying, choosing the right time and like having to spend time and thinking about it? Or are you like, all right, 530, you and me are going to have a feedback meeting? Yeah. Like, um, I, think that's, I mean, I think there's something to that. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've done both. I've, I've let it happen like organically and naturally. Um, I've like given preference of like, hey, I'm going to talk to you at some point. Not sure when, you know. Um, and then I've like, had the gloom and doom of like crap we have to talk crap we have to talk we're talking we're talking we're talking and it's happening now you know like like and then you know and then it's just kind of happens like or like yesterday with andrew it was just like he he had no idea it was coming okay i think if it, i think it's, the, the goal is safety um, the goal is safety and comfort, you know, so sure. the other person, if, if you schedule a time, um, you know, you don't want them to be like, you don't want it to like mess up their whole like day at work, because oh, they're like, you know, but then also, you know, I've had situations where like we just, we just kept avoiding the feedback, kept avoiding the feedback. Like, we know we need to have a conversation, but I'm just avoiding you. Like, I just, like, I'm just, like, walking past you and, like, pretending like you're not there. Like, and you're obviously there. You know, like, and then, like, and then, like, okay, no, we've got to just bite the bullet and do it. And it's just shakes until then. But, like, we both knew we were doing that. So it's just kind of, it's just, like, life is lots of colors. Yeah, very interesting. Yeah. So. Yeah. It just, peace. Discernment, ask the Lord. It can happen always. Yeah. Amanda, yeah. I think it's important to be very careful if, if there's something going on between you and uh, anyone here in the community or whatever. I think it's really important that, that you're very careful who you talk to about it. 
also said like if I talk to someone what the words I say I would feel comfortable if that person I'm talking about is in the room and then the what I'm saying to that person asking for counsel for them is it affecting or the way they're going to view the other person or is it going to negatively affect their interactions with them you know um yeah person-centered communication, embrace pruning, and the gardening.